So although the parsha of Hazinu is short in verses, it is full of Rashi and commentary because ultimately it's a poem, most of it. And in order to understand the poem, you need a lot of context. So let's begin. Moshe begins and he says, Today I'm going to die. I know that the Israelites will never deny that Hashem gave them the Torah, nor that they are duty-bound to observe its commandments. However, they might deny that they entered into a covenant with Hashem, obligating them to be bound beyond the contractual relationship circumscribed by the commandments. And if they do deny having entered the covenant, I will not be able to be there to refute their denial. I will therefore now invoke heaven and earth who will continue to exist beyond my lifetime as witnesses of this covenant. Of course, heaven and earth cannot testify verbally, but they can respond to the people's behavior in other ways. If the people fulfill their side of the covenant, I call upon them to reward, I call upon the heavens to reward them with due rain, agriculture, fertility. And if the people fail to fulfill their sign of the covenant, then in accordance with the rule that the witnesses be the first to administer the penalties for idolatry, I call upon them to be the first to administer corrective punishment for against the, the nation so that they can get their ways right. And Moshe begins, Listen, O therefore, heaven, and I will speak. Hear, O earth, the words of my mouth. This is the testimony you will be called upon to give. Addressing the people, Moshe says, My doctrine, the Torah I taught you, drops down from heaven, giving life to the world, as does the rain. But whereas rain sometimes causes damage as it vitalizes the word, the world, my speech, the Torah, flows into the world, giving life as does the dew and not causing any damage. The Torah is like the winds that blow upon vegetation, strengthening it and making it glow, grow. It makes those who study it mature and flourish. It is like raindrops upon the grass. Therefore, when I proclaim the name of Hashem who gave you this Torah, ascribe greatness to your God by blessing his name. Although Hashem is strong as a rock, his, his retributive action is perfectly measured, never exceeding the minimum necessary to achieve its punitive purpose, for all his ways are quintessential equity. He is a reliable God who can be depended upon to reward justly, even if his providence requires that some or all of the reward be deferred until afterlife. He even repays the wicked for the good they do without injustice albeit in this life, so they forfeit receiving an afterlife. He is therefore universally recognized as being righteous and it is proper for everyone to recognize him as such. Thus, if during the course of history one of the generation of your descendants becomes corrupt and suffers the consequences, they cannot blame, such, blame Hashem's iniquity. Their corruption is their own doing, not his. Being as wayward children, they are responsible for their own moral flaw. Their corrupt behavior will have proven them to be a crooked and perverse generation. They should be asked, is this how you repay God for all the good he has done for you? Why do you grieve him when you know he will punish you for your misdeeds and reward you for your good deeds? You are a foolish people, says Moshe, for forgetting your past, and you are unwise for not considering the consequences of your action. Is he not your father who acquires you as his chosen people, who settled you, securely in the land and equip you with all you need. He made you into a nation and established, established you as a self-sufficient people capable of providing yourselves with your own religious and lay leaders.